not your not your jam. Or? I couldn't get into it. I watched a couple episodes and I just there was some where I was like, ha, ah, but then it wasn't like a follow up with a ha ha ha. Not it was just a, sing, was just a singular a, ha. Pretty much it was a singular ha, but not ha ha. No, I couldn't get the rest of it out. All right, that's fair. Yeah, there. Well, there was a because it just made that stupid Borat thing. There, there was an episode where they had they were trying to like get this guy back and so they like hired him to do uh at the end of the show they hired him to do like um like an impersonator thing and so he or like a stripper dance thing and then he's like you want to see my borat and he goes it's uh, uh my wife uh, very nice it was just like real bad and he was in like that weird thong thing <laughs> that was it was he doing the finger guns too of course hell yeah you have to <laughs> you have to finger gun in the finger thong Damn. Finger thong. <laughs> Guess it's like maybe maybe the the width of a finger. Yeah. What do you even call those? Um, it. Uh, it's called. I think it's called a mankini. A mankini. Yes. Interesting. I could be wrong on that, but I think I'm right. Okay. <laughs> I'll go with it. The. I just call it the Borat swimsuit. And it's pretty much what it is. Yeah. I don't think anybody has ever called it a mankini. Well, I don't know if anyone's ever worn that. Like besides him, be- before that <laughs> existed, because that is a very aggressive swimwear, swim and, attire. Yeah, and and very loud. Yeah, <laughs> it's very loud. Uh, is it because he's very hairy, or just because it's neon green? I think it's a combination of both. Just the <laughs> color and the fur. It's just, it's, yeah. I, <laughs> God, I love Sasha Baron <laughs> It's like not. It's not okay how much I enjoy him. You you. I mean, I liked it too, but you really liked the second Borat. Uh, yeah, I thought it was funny. Yeah. It was un- uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, extremely. <laughs> I was trying to convince one of my clients to watch it. And uh, he's like, is it anything like the first one? I'm like, well, <laughs> yes, but also no. It's way it's, worse. It, and by way worse, I mean way better. It can arguably be considered <laughs> a little bit worse. Um, because... I, because I was trying to explain the debut, the debutante ball thing. Yeah. Which, as an aside, I was whenever I watched that movie, when that first movie, when the when that movie first came out, the second one. Yeah. Um, that was also the first time I learned what a debutante ball was. So that, really fun times. Yeah. Why would I ever? This is what Marissa said. Oh. She's like, "How do you not know what this is?" I'm like, "Why would I know what it is?" Oh, I'm not like a. I, You're not I, from I the south, so I'm sense. not from the south. Yeah. I didn't grow up like rich and affluent. Um, and on a also, cotton farm, and also I'm like I'm. I feel like it's more of like a, like a female based thing. Uh, is it? Probably not. But that's what like that my perception of it was. Oh, okay. Like it seemed like more of that type of thing. Though gotcha. I guess boys are a part of it too. So yeah. whatever. I gotta dance with somebody. That's true. I wanna dance with somebody. So, but I was like, why would I? That's why that's would fair. I know that? That's fair. I guess I only know about it because I watched a lot of, like Western and Southern films or old western films and they had balls or debutante balls and <laughs> all right that's i mean that's how i know i don't really fo- i didn't follow up with it and try to figure out what the you didn't hell. try you didn't try to go to one i i feel like if i had attempted to go to one i probably would have been escorted into the back door and either never seen again <laughs> or working as the help staff as the help yeah. <laughs> you'd get you'd get a uh, oh, god damn it. <laughs> what, uh, 
uh, what, uh, what was the key, the Jordan Peele movie? Get Out? Yeah, you, you'd get get outed? I would get outed. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I mean, they don't seem like they're inherently racist. I would say now they don't seem that way. But when I learned about it back in the 90s, still felt like it. I mean, well, you were also, you just said you were watching like old Westerns. So you were watching movies Which from like great the 50s and the 60s. <laughs> Which is a great portrayal of how it used to be. Used to be yeah. is the key word. I, I, okay. Look, unless you're going to like rural, like Mobile, Alabama. Or Mississippi. Or like random mass Mississippi. Yeah. Where else would they have debutante balls? It feels like Texas. Didn't they do that one in Texas? Uh, in the No, I think that was Georgia. All right. So, yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah, <laughs> Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, mm-hmm. maybe Louisiana. Uh, actually, yeah, I think I so. I could maybe maybe see maybe like a like a Kentucky, Tennessee type of thing. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I I won't shit on Tennessee. I, I'm I'm welcomed in Tennessee. It's safe for me to walk down the street. <laughs> Generally speaking, Generally yes. speaking. <laughs> I feel like I feel like uh, what's a Beale Street? Is that no? That's Memphis. Memphis? Or Beale Street? Where's that at? I can't remember. Uh I can't I don't remember if that's Memphis or Nashville. It's not no, Nashville, Nashville it's is um oh shit, my cousin's down there right now. Um Oh god. It's fine. Yeah. I I won't know. I love well, that that street is awesome. It's like Tennessee's version of Vegas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it's Beale Street in um Nashville's version of Vegas. Memphis. Sorry. And that I feel like that's one of those streets where it's like an equal or like not that street, but like just in that area, I was mm-hmm. like, it feels like an equal opportunity. Like, I feel like all of Nashville is. You're about to get beat up. You where uh, in Memphis? Mm-hmm. Oh no, I I so I haven't been to Memphis. I w- would like to go to Memphis. Um, Memphis, Knoxville. Um, what's the other one? What is there in Knoxville? I don't know. <laughs> Whiskey. Oh sure. Yeah. Okay. Why not? Right. Uh, wouldn't you want to go to like Lexington? Isn't that where? Lexington, Kentucky? Yeah. Then we just finished talking about how it's probably not. But that's where whiskey is. It's also in Tennessee. JD, baby. Founded in Tennessee. Jack Daniels? Mm-hmm. No one drinks Jack Daniels. What? Jack Daniels is trash. I, okay, yeah, as a sipping whiskey, but as a mixer, it's probably one of the greatest mixers alive. Hold on. Huh. So, hey, Eric. Here's a drink uh-huh. that uh, tastes terrible uh-huh. for you to drink on its own. Uh-huh. But when you cover it up, uh-huh. it's better. Right. So it's terrible. No, Jack and Coke is delicious. No, it's terrible. No, it's not. Jack and Jack, Jack Daniels and Coke are is terrible. Jack Daniels and Coke. You is get not a terrible. better whiskey and mix it with Coke. And then it's better. You could literally say that about any alcoholic you, beverage. You're hundred percent correct, <laughs> and that's why I have a fucking high. That's why I'm so highbrow with my booze. Why? Why would you drink a shitty tasting whiskey um, to like to just try and cover it up with something else, whilst like while still having the remnants of like the aftertaste of shitty? What whiskey? would you mix with Coke? Nothing, because I don't drink that. Okay, so, okay, so normally I don't drink that. I'm a hypocrite because I drank it tonight. <laughs> but I don't when I but. I, so when I, my my mixing drinks, yes. What are your mixing drinks? I generally drink uh, gin and soda. Okay, that's, so, that's, that's so what gin I drink is when I go fucking out. boring. So I like the flavor of gin. You like the flavor of specifically of like old, canned ice spray can lemon water, lemon uh, lime water. Specifically, old Tom gin. Mm-hmm. If we're gonna be specific, if we're gonna you know play this game here, <laughs> um, gin's trash. That's fine. You're you're welcome to think that. 
I like the taste. I like juniper. And Old Tom Gin is a little bit sweeter. Um, and some of them have a little bit more of uh, like other flavors that you're like botanicals that are thrown into it too. Oh, you had to use a big word like botanicals. I did because it's a highbrow drink. It's oh, a classy ass drink. Look at your eyebrows. They're highbrows. <laughs> I do have some highbrows. <laughs> you're, you're just describing me at this point. At I'm, this, just, I'm yeah. just going to agree with you. Yeah. Classy people drink gin. Name one classy person beside yourself that drinks gin. And don't say Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds has a gin company. That's why I said don't say Ryan Reynolds. Why? I because, you, because you already know? Yeah. And you like was, Ryan Reynolds? I love Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I God know. damn it. Besides Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> um, uh, I was going to say 007, but he drinks a vodka martini. That's right. Shaken, not stirred. Gin martini is actually pretty good, too. The vodka is trash. Vodka is what 17-year-olds I, drink. I think we can agree. Well, I don't know, man. At 17, I was drinking Jaeger. Well, that's because it was popular, because of Jaeger bombs. That's yeah, true, yeah. <laughs> no, but I think Fucking we can Jaeger bombs. Jaeger bombs. Jaeger bombs. Mom, give me some more goddamn protein. <laughs> I, I think we can agree. We can come to the table and agree vodka's trash. Yeah, no one... Like, vo- vo- vodka is for, um, like, like old, old ladies who uh, are trying to do something with themselves in the middle of the day. 16-year-olds, because it's easy to... Uh, 16, 17-year-olds who are trying to steal it from their parents' liquor cabinet because they can throw a little bit of water in there and get away with it. Yep. Just don't throw it in the freezer, you dummies. And um, and that's, uh, I guess, pretty much it. Yeah. And James Bond. And martinis. Yeah. But that, that's because he masked it with... Uh, what's it called? Uh, olive juice. Yeah. Okay, so I've never been a fan of martinis. Do you? I mean, obviously, we don't like vodka, but like... Have you ever enjoyed a martini? Mm-hmm. Okay, definitely. So I have there. There's a restaurant called Javier's in Newport Beach. They serve a martini. It's called the Black Mamba. It's dedicated to Kobe Bryant. That is probably the only martini I've ever had that I actually enjoyed. Everything else, I, every other martini I've had, I'm kind of like, <laughs> like a Manhattan. Um, Manhattan is not a martini. It's it's a martini, but it's made with whiskey. Manhattan's a, Man, a Manhattan is not a martini. It's not served in a martini glass. It's served in a um, a ro- uh, rocks glass. Is wow the bars that I've been to, they've served it in a, in a martini glass. I've never seen a, I've never seen that's crazy. A Manhattan in a yeah. I could be wrong. I, that's what I cause. So the, the two times that I've had it, they served it to me in a martini glass. So that's why I figured that's why it was still in the realm. Yeah, <clears throat> it's fair. Yeah. I I could be wrong. I know it's sometimes it's like a a highball drink, drink, right? Yeah, highball or rocks glass. What's the other? What's the other one called? It's uh, like a, a gooper, gooper or something like that. The I don't remember. The, um, the hurricane glass. Okay, and then what was the what? Uh, what you say it's called black black mamba black mamba drink Javier's. Oh wow, that popped up. Yeah. Let's see. What is this drink? Sky, raspberry vodka, Malibu rum, Chambord, pineapple, and orange juice. Of course you would like it. It's sweet as hell. Yeah. <laughs> that's a sugar. That's a, so sugary. I had five. I had five. I know. They're you delicious. S- you said that. That sounds they sound good. They were really good. Yeah, I I've when I worked at the bar, I've tried a couple different I had a couple different martinis because we had some people who really liked like uh just like regular dirty martinis. Mm-hmm. I thought those would taste gross. Um, and then also I don't like dry vermouth. I was going to say, you know, what's gross is vermouth. 
I mean, no one that's that's you're not meant, supposed to drink straight, like cocktail, but, right? Yeah, but vermouth, it's just it, it, yeah, especially dry vermouth, yeah. hard pass. Sweet vermouth, and on the other hand, you can cook with vermouth. I can get too. down with that. Um, and then can you? What do you mm-hmm. cook with vermouth with? No clue. I just you just know that it's a I thing. I just know that it's a thing that you know, bartenders say you can cook with it. I've seen some I've bakers s- bake with vermouth. And I've seen it on a uh, <coughs> uh, Iron Chef. <laughs> uh, Gordon Ramsay, Hell's Kitchen, right? Hell's, yeah, yeah, he's Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> um, and then fuck, what were we just talking about? I lost my train of thought. Vodka, vodka. trash. Oh, yeah. And then I've had like other ones. Like I remember when I was younger, um, when I would go to like Chili's, love that place, or like Applebee's, love that place too. Two for ones, baby. With um, they always had these like chocolate martinis, and I would and I always wanted one. Yeah. And like my mom would get one. Or like my dad would get one because it's just a, it's just a sugar drink, mm-hmm. and I would be like, "Can I try it? Like, it looks like an ice cream milkshake. Like, please." And they're like, "No, there's a bunch of alcohol in it. You can't yeah. drink it." And I was like, mm. <laughs> "I was like, when I turn 21, I'm like, I swear to God, we better come here." And uh, yeah, eventually I had one. I thought it was awesome. Um, though, as an aside, speaking of that, the Roosevelt and yeah. the hotel in Hollywood right. has like alcohol milkshakes. Um. And I w- we went there once with uh, some friends because we did something else that night. I can't remember what it was. Uh-huh. And so we, we stopped over there like, oh, alcohol milkshake. That sounds awesome. Those were gross. I'm, I'm hoping that it was just a, a bad night. Yeah. Um, because also the food that we got was absolutely terrible. Oh, wow. We At had the our, Roosevelt? We, we had our entire thing comped because huh. it was like the, terrible. Food, the food was horrible. The drinks, like literally none of us drank our drinks. We like all took a couple sips and we're like, no, thank you. Wow. Um, so we ended up like ordering food, ordering drinks, and then leaving. And ended up paying for nothing because yeah. we were like, this was, was all was it just Okay, so for the drinks, was it poorly made, like over alcohol compensation? Or was it just, did it just taste bad? It just tasted bad huh. from what I, like from what I remember. Because I, yeah. I can deal, I can generally deal with like a strong drink. Like a strong pour, yeah. Yeah. But it didn't, it like, it was just nothing tasted like good. That's crazy. It was super weird. That's crazy. So I hope to go back one day, and yeah. hopefully they'll be vindicated. I'm a I'm a firm believer on the uh, you got to try everything twice mm-hmm. type of mentality, mm-hmm. just in case the first one was a fluke mm-hmm. and it was bad. Brian, if you're listening, use that to your advantage. Um, oh, I've already made my passes at him, and he turns <laughs> me down. I'm not his type. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't like white guys. There's a there was a there was I don't I don't think it exists anymore. There was a bar in. Uh, La Crescenta Montrose area and they had um, alcoholic milkshakes as well and I remember getting the Irish car bomb milkshake or the Irish Irish mint milkshake and it was Jameson and Guinness and then uh, mint ice cream world up and that was delicious that sounds good it was absolutely del- I was I was hesitant because you know Irish car bomb right as soon as I had one sip I was just like I, I doubt oh, well, I don't know what do you mean the, we were like oh, oh with the ice cream, oh because uh, because it has ice cream because it has ice cream. It was, oh okay, it was a, a whole ass milkshake, <laughs> yeah. whole ass milkshake, whole ass milkshake. The uh, with whole ass milk sounds good. <laughs> I uh I I had a hard uh why are we talking about booze but whatever <laughs> um it's far from the topic at hand. Yeah, <laughs> I guess they sometimes can go hand in hand. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, I I I had like a weird kick of like uh coffee and like. Like Kahlua, yeah. Oh, I like that. Like, um, or Bailey's, yeah. And like, uh, you know, Irish coffee, yeah. For whatever reason, like for a little while, I was very into that. I'm like, yeah, of course I'm gonna drink this. I, well, I, I want to die. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, I had a same, a very similar. Oh my god, 
I had a very similar phase, I guess, where it's like I would save it for like weekends or when I wasn't working. I had coffee, pour some Bailey's in there and just sip on it. And you're like, oh, shit, this is this is bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I prefer Kahlua, too. Um, there's a I, I used to make a vodka drink. Um, what about a cider drink? Uh, did you ever have a lager drink? Uh, yeah, I did. You ever um, sing any songs that remind you of the good times? Uh, I sang a lot of songs that remind me of the better times. Good job, Danny boy. <laughs> anyway, are sorry. you thumb thumping? Um, so what was it? Fuck, what was I saying? You broke me. Uh, vod- um, a vodka drink. Oh, a vodka drink. Right. Um, it had uh, Kahlua, chocolate coconut vodka, um, and milk. And I called it a hapia pie because it tasted like the Hawaiian dessert hapia pie. But so not a lot of people what, enjoyed that. What was in it again? Oh, uh, it was a chocolate coconut vodka. It had Kahlua and milk. And I put I would put chocolate syrup at the bottom to give it that extra punch of chocolate. <laughs> the so extra chocolate? Yeah, it didn't like kill you with vodka and milk. So, <laughs> yeah, it was it was one of my favorite dessert drinks. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. I can get behind that. I'll have to make it for you. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll drink it. Why not? The oh, that's what it was. Um, some of the some of those like weird like the oh man. So I remember when we were at the when I was at the bar, um, we had a like a newer bartender come in and they were making they were making a so someone asked for a white Russian mm-hmm. and. F- for whatever reason, they decided uh, this is also just a a, ta- uh, a tale for the for anybody out there. Um, if you're ever doing like dairy uh, within a drink, like you have to use like top shelf liquor or mm-hmm. like alcohol, yes, because uh, it'll curdle the milk. Yes, and so this like, this uh, this person made a made a, a white Russian and gave it to somebody, and they were like weren't paying any attention, and they went to go drink it and like spit it back out. Um, like all over the bar because they're like, what the hell? Yeah. And we're just like looking at it like, yeah, you're making cheese. Like, yeah. all right, it's awesome. Yeah, you cannot use well shit for uh, dairy drinks. No, like, not at all. Um, But the, the speaking of like, you know, drinks. So the sh- that salted, uh, that caramel salted pretzel yes. shot that I was telling you yes. about. Um, or chocolate salted pretzel. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Um, it was, uh, we so the bar that I used to work at, for whatever reason, had some like weird deal with like Pinnacle. Which okay. I don't know if Pinnacle still exists anymore, I, hmm. but it was a vodka that yeah, they would yeah. do like all these like wacky ass flavors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think that's the coconut one that I have. It might have been. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I actually think they're done because I wanted to buy more of the coconut chocolate because it was very it was very limited. Yeah. And I think I was able to buy the last bottle that Trader Joe's had. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So for whatever reason, our bar had a bunch of them at like a full shelf. Well, they were dedicated cheap. to it. They were fucking cheap. Yeah, it was gross. Yeah. Um, one of the worst hangovers hangovers of my life was thanks to <laughs> Pinnacle Vodka. <laughs> I thought I was gonna die, uh, but we did anyway. Uh, so it was the Pinnacle whipped whipped cream vodka. Oh, I remember. And that one. then it was uh, Frangelico. Uh huh. And then uh, like a saw an assaulted rim. Yeah. And it was awesome. It tastes so good. What is um? Have you had a chocolate cake shot? Uh huh. What is in that? I can't remember for the life of me. I know it's it has nothing to do with chocolate though. Uh, I don't remember. Fuck, I like those chocolate. It's, it's been a long time. I like the chocolate. There's a bunch chocolate. of variations on stuff like that, yeah. but um, I imagine it was probably like Bailey's. Um, Bailey's was probably in it. Um, probably. it could it could have been Frangelico because Frangelico is kind of like a I, chocolate I like hazelnut like flavor. Was yeah, 
Yeah. I'm a, I'm a little out of the game in that one. You and me both. <laughs> um, but what was it? Oh, yeah. Mm, I mean, I don't want to share that one. Never mind. <laughs> what about tequila? You got any gripes with tequila? Uh, I just don't really like it. No? I, I like it in like drinks. Yeah. Like I can do like mixed drinks with tequila but in no, it. But not like shooting it or sipping it? I, dude, I, I got, I was, I'm done with shooting. like doing shots. Yeah. Um, and I was pretty much done with that phase of my life at like 21, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was done with doing shots real early. And yeah. it like, at this point, it like makes me mad when people are like, we're going to do shots. I'm like, how old are you? Yeah. I'm over here trying to drink classy. Well, what's worse too is like people are like, we're going to do shots and they like get shots of the cheapest shit. And I'm over here like, can you just give me a glass of whiskey, please? Like, I don't want to take a shot. If I'm taking if I have to take a shot, give me a shot of like Maker's Mark or Crown, like something that's sweet and easy. Yeah. Uh, the last time that I went out, we, it was turned into like a bunch of like fireball shots. Oh. And it's, that is the worst. Oh. I love cinnamon, but hard pass. Oh. Fireball's pretty. Ugh, it's rough. It's so gross. Did you have the uh, rum chata when it came out? Hell yeah. Did you like it? Uh, in, in moderation. Yes, yeah. we definitely we, we again another thing that we stored stored at my bar, and that was more often than not the shots that we were given out was like yeah. rum chata, which we were doing at like a discount because it's like it's like cheap. it's like seven percent alcohol, yeah. like it's not that bad. It's also like seven dollars a bottle. Yeah, it was so, <laughs> it was so cheap. I thought it tasted super like pretty I, good. I liked it. I really enjoyed it. So I I mean. I got an actual horchata and added rum chata to it. That sounds awesome. It was pretty good. I feel like rum chata and like coffee would go well together too. I haven't tried that, but I now that you say that, it sounds pretty good. I, again, another drink that I don't even I don't know I forgot about that. Yeah, I don't even know if they still make that. I, as soon as you said cinnamon, that was the first thing that came to mind besides Fireball. Yeah. yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. We used to the the let, every every time that I hang out with it's like Brian. They're always <laughs> like, "We're gonna do Fireball shots." I'm like, "Who are you? Yeah. What are we? Twelve? Sh- shit is Jesus. gross." Like what's like what's next? Yeah. Jaeger shots? Like come on. There's a there's a handful of golf courses. They're trying to get rid of rid of those little fireball bottles. Like you know, like how Costco had like the forty pack that you could buy for twenty bucks. Yeah, like the the airline ones. Yeah, so like they have a shit ton of those at the golf courses, and they're like doing specials. They're like, oh yeah, buy buy two beers, get a uh, shot of Red Bull or Fireball, and so like we'd buy it. And like no, you you can you can keep the Fireball. We don't want it. <laughs> yeah, just pour it out. Yeah. It's like fire fireball to me is is the same as like pumpkin vodka or not pumpkin vodka. Like <laughs> pumpkin beer in like during around Halloween. Yeah. And the best way to drink it is, is not. to not. <laughs> so I want it eradicated. Yeah. Like Pump, yeah, pumpkin beer needs to go. I had a friend who was really into pumpkin beer and I sent him this video of me just like cracking it open and just pouring it straight into the toilet. You're a monster. And I was like enjoying my pumpkin beer. <laughs> I've had it once. I've had it once and it was one of those like Deeplo put it best. He was like it's short-lived. You sip it, you get a taste for the flavor, but it's not memorable and you're just like, "All right, I'm done." No, it tastes terrible. Because because like whenever I've had them, my thought is always like I I want this to taste like a pumpkin pie. Yeah. But it doesn't. No, it's the furthest thing from it. It tastes like somebody filtered, like a, a it's usually like a lager, yeah. or like a like a stout. Yeah. Through a pumpkin. Yeah. Or a couple pumpkins, and it, it's almost like a, and those pumpkins were broken open and stepped on. Yeah, on it's, the street. It's almost like um, uh, not, not Lacroix. But yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like Lacroix, where it's yeah. like you're getting like the essence of a flavor, but mm-hmm. like it's not quite the flavor. Right. Right. And like some of them are better than others. Um. 
but like that's what that's what pumpkin beer is. Is just like I kind of feel like I can taste this is pumpkin a stout with the essence of pumpkin, but it tastes like it tastes like shit. It's like a spritz. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like what's but why? Right. It's fuck. Oh, I hate it. Yeah, pumpkin beer. It's all. It's always all over Chicago for like a long time. It's gotta go. And I was like, get this shit out of my life. Yeah. Um. There's this. There's this combination of beers that uh, Defo and I were drinking back in the day. Um. They called it a uh, parfait. It's um. It's like a chocolate. I can't. I think it, it's either a chocolate stout or a peanut butter stout and a banana stout. You go two thirds of the glass with both of them. And then you um, fill with uh, frambois. And it's supposed to, like, the frambois, you drop it in the middle, let it rise. And then it's supposed to push the peanut butter and the banana up together. And it Mm -hmm. tastes like a fucking parfait. It's delicious. I haven't made it successfully yet, but... (laughs) That sounds good. Yeah, it was was delicious. I can get behind that. Some of the mixing of beers is kind of interesting. you like like uh, oh I was about to say something that's not a beer. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember that. I remember when that kind of like popped up a little bit where they were people were doing like mixes of like alcohol, like certain like spirits with a with like a beer um, to like kind of have some like weird flavors. I forget what there there was a bar that I used to go to that did it all the time, and then we like eventually tried all of them. We're mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. It's hard to mix a, a like a al- uh, like a liquor with a beer unless you're doing a shot. Shant. Yeah. There's a, there's this course that I've really wanted to take for like years now and I've never have. Mm. Um, and it's, it's called a something that I, oh shit, it's, uh, it's losing me, but it's effectively a, um, a sommelier for beer. Mm-hmm. And I've always wanted to do that. Cause I thought it'd be really awesome to be yeah. able to like learn like flavoring and like flavor profiles and right. stuff like that. And like yeah. how you can like, mash that up with uh with food mm-hmm. i was just talking to my cousin oscar uh, last week and he loves beer like he like exactly what you said i don't know if he took the course but he could tell you flavor notes he could tell you mixes he could tell you almost everything there is to know about beer um yeah you guys you guys would have a fun time talking about that one it is it somalia or sommelier depends on how bougie you are sommelier um, I've always heard it sommelier. Sommelier. It just sounds like the country. C- uh, Cicerone is the name of it. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. C-I-C-E-R-O-N-E. Sounds right. Cicerone or Cicerone? Cicerone. Cicerone. <laughs> I don't know if it's Italian, but we'll, we'll, We're gonna make we'll, it. we'll claim it. Cicerone. My people. <laughs> we are now all Cicerones. Well, sommelier is French, right? Sommelier is French. Mm-hmm. So the Italians can have Smollier, yeah. croissant, croissant. One of my clients actually says croissant, and he is not French. I was I was gonna follow that up. So he's not close to being French. That's hilarious. Family comes from the opposite side of the world. It is Australia. Hilarious. <laughs> no, no. Um, it's so funny. Uh, the other day we were we were working out, and I was like, "Would you?" I'm like, "Would you?" You know, "Would you have for breakfast?" Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, you know, I had some like eggs." Um, you know, some mozzarella and, uh, and he's like, oh, and he's like, I had it on top of a, a croissant and I'm like, who are you? <laughs> and he's like, well, that's how you say it. He's like, how do you, he's like, how do you say a croissant? And I'm like, a, a croissant? Croissant. I was like, cause I'm a fucking honky. Yeah. 
And like, that's why? Because in America? Yeah. <laughs> croissant. I'm like, it's a croissant. Um, he's like, croissant. He's like, it's the same thing. I'm like, I, we're not having this conversation. I was like, <laughs> I understand where you're getting at. You're saying it technically correctly, I believe. So whatever. Yeah. We go pay an homage to our French peeps. Yeah. Go for it. I was like, who says that? Yeah. Croissant. Yeah. And he, th- he throws out like some of the Italian stuff. He's like, you know, some mozzarella. I'm like, okay. Mozzarella. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why are you? I don't understand why you're saying it like this. Yeah. He probably, he's probably the person that goes to Starbucks and is like, can I get a venti chai latte and a croissant? A croissant. A croissant. A croissant. I mean, he's, he says that unironically. <laughs> so like he 100% means that. Yeah, he owns it. Which is fine. Yeah. Like, it's like Stewie. Uh, coo whip. Coo whip. Coo whip. Why are you saying like, like what? Wow. Shut up, whiskey. Whiskey. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Not whiskey. Oh, Siri? Siri. Where my head went with that is there's a scene in... I'm having trouble with the connection. Please try again in a moment. How did I open up Siri? That's hilarious. Anyway, so where my head was going was in Hot Rod. They do an entire... They did, when they did an entire scene with that. And he's like, all right, the safe word is whiskey. And he's like, and his brother is like, why are you saying it like that? He's like, saying, saying what? He's like, whiskey, you're saying it weird. He's like, whiskey. Um, he's like, why do you say it like that? He's like, saying whiskey, what way? <laughs> and they're like, whatever. And so anyway, anything, he goes down and tries to do this stunt. And he's like, whiskey, whiskey. <laughs> and then he crashes into uh, the side of a trailer. Nice. And has one of my favorite lines of all time. <laughs> The guy like this guy he crashes into this trailer. And this guy comes out. And he's like, "What the hell?" And one of his like crewmates in the in it, he's like, "You won't mess with me." It's like I've been drinking green tea all goddamn day. Oh my god! He's like, "You gonna lit the demons out of me?" And he like beats him up with a cone. It's really funny. <laughs> it's the movie's so stupid. I still haven't watched it yet. You have to watch that movie. Like it, it it's like means something to me. Okay. That you watch this. Okay. And uh, if you don't like it, I uh-huh. need you to lie to me and tell you I loved it. Then tell you and just tell me they like yeah it was really funny got it and then you can just stop there can I tell you I watched it and tell you I loved it ideally in that order okay <laughs> got it and yet anything else other than I watched it and I enjoyed it I don't want to know got it <laughs> um perfect speaking of um, Jesus Christ at this point <laughs> what. Should we just keep talking about alcohol at this point? I mean, we literally talk about everything at this point. What? We're pretty much on topic. No, I said we could literally. Oh, talk could about literally. It. Yeah, we yeah, could literally talk about it. Well, the point of what all of this was supposed to be was uh, we were going to chat about music. Yeah. Eventually, we'll get around to that. Well, we're already here, so let's just go talk about music. What? It, like, so you brought this up. Like, yeah. what, what? What was your? Was there anything in particular that you kind of wanted to like muse over? You know what's crazy is um, I. Went to see Yellow Claw, which is a DJ group. Friday? Last Friday? Fuck. Uh, yeah, the 13th. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, it that's my second EDM show ever. Um, and it got me to thinking, like, how music hits, how music hits people differently, but how different music hits people differently and i found myself over the weekend listening to more and more edm but like also 
other genres of rock, other just everything and taking it in and like as weird as it's going to sound, feeling the music more than just hearing the music. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I don't I was going down rabbit holes of music to like one in the morning and then realizing, oh, shit, I got to go to sleep. Um, <laughs> I'm sleepy. Yeah. And, you know, cause like with certain songs or certain genres, you could just stay up all night. Like your head will just bob for two hours straight. And then you look at the clock and like, what the hell am I doing still up? Yeah. So that's where my head was at in regards to talking about music. Okay. Just the feeling, the feeling of it. So, uh, you're, I th- you're 100% on. I think mu- music, music is such an interesting medium um, because it's such a, it's so universal in the sense that like rhythm and beats, um, like things that just get you moving mm-hmm. kind of are, they train, they kind of transcend, and this is real hippie talk here, but they really do like kind of transcend the, like languages, cultures, like all of these things. Cause like you can listen to music from like tribes mm-hmm. um, and you can find like you do, there's rhythm and, and like beat to it that you're like, Oh man, I can kind of get behind this. Like it's got an interesting sound or something yeah. cool. Right. It's just, I feel like this exists a lot within like the, like quote unquote dance music. Yeah. Um, kind of across the world. Yeah. Um, I remember going to, I went to this like Russian wedding or Polish wedding um, many years ago and it's kind of this like same thing where I was like, I have no idea what's happening, but I was like, man, people are getting down. I like this. Um, I went to an Indian Indian wedding, mm-hmm. and same like same thing. Like now, that's different. Like that music is very different from like kind of like Western music in that regard. But it was still along the same lines of like I don't know what's happening, but I was like, I like it. Yeah, and it's again like getting me feeling things. Yeah, they, they, it's it's something unique about the weird weird the different pitches and tones of the instruments that they're using like the sitar um just how it has a different sound than a guitar it has a weird not weird a unique vibration mm-hmm. and then it hits your ears or it resonates with your ears and you're like that's different that's that is hitting some sort of serotonin booster like you're just like wow what is that and then you you know get into that rhythm or whatever rhythm the music's playing in, and you're just you're going along with it, whether you understand the lyrics or not. You're juking and jabbing. <laughs> you know, I, it's, I, it is interesting. Like, there's, um, I wish I could remember his name because I would love to, love to throw the shout out that out there. But there's a musician that does, or a YouTuber the musician who just specifically is like jazz music, mm-hmm. and he does a lot where he'll talk about like music theory, um, and it kind of explain a little bit on how some of the th- some of these things work, and I find it really intriguing to know like. And this generally will apply to like most music around the world, but there are, you know, you think of like uh, happy songs or like happy sounds, and I might get this messed up, but I, I believe it's the major scale, and then or like major, and then you could think of like sad sad sounds are like minor, mm-hmm. um, but then even within, so there there's kind of like we associate certain like chords to right. like feelings to a certain degree. Right, kind of sounds happy and kind of sounds sad. Yeah, like the highs versus the lows, right? Not necessarily. Oh, it's uh, not necessarily like high pitch versus low pitch, uh-huh. um, like a ha ah, or a ho. Oh. Yeah, um, but more so the it just it it has like a happy sound to it, Got and it. by that it's like the the way that the notes form the chords, it has this kind of like they res all of them like resonate well together, um, and 
there's also something interesting when you're looking at like chord progressions too, where you can, and I'm no music theorist, so apologies if I'm getting this wrong to anybody listening to this that actually understands music. <laughs> so pardon my ignorance. But the other interesting part is like through certain chord progressions, you kind of have this like uh, kind of like flow to it, right? Where it's like kind of happy, happy, happy. And you can also then cause like this like dissonance that kind of leaves the feeling unresolved. Um and then you can like then resolve the feeling. And so like you hear this in like movies and whatnot where the the way the music kind of it, it, I feel like good music in movies isn't is more of a backup rather mm-hmm. than the front facing thing that's happening. Right. And so if you find that you're able to like you might find if you're ever listening to like certain movies that have like really good like conductors and scores mm-hmm. that you'll find yourself feeling anxious while like feeling anxiety through something. And yeah. then the music literally can cause like cause the anxiety and then also resolve the anxiety. And uh, like through these like kind of progressions through music, like chords, you can, you can elicit feelings off of it because you get this, like uh, this wanting for more right. and then you finally will get it and you're like, Oh, finally I'm there. Like, all right, right, sweet. And I find that so intriguing. Yeah. It's sorry. I mean, I know you're about to say something, <laughs> but to finish my thought, it's very similar to um, you can think of it as like, the come up, uh, like the come up or like pre-course for say like a DJ, yeah, right, where like the beat builds, the tempo builds, the music gets louder, 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 and you're waiting for that beat drop, and that's kind of that same thing, right? Like, you you almost feel the anxiety because you're like, I know what's about to happen. You have the anticipation of what's about to happen, and then mm-hmm. it finally hits, and you're just like, yes, like, Ugh! yeah, all right, and you get going, and that that's kind of what that is. No, for sure. Um, I think, hey, as you were saying about movies and scores, I think one one track that does it really well is the star wars theme right you start off with blank screen right you got some words on the screen and then all of a sudden they just come in with a loud right and like it gets you up you you're excited you're reading it you're following along with the story but then it it dissolves out right it dissolves out and it leaves you in that anxious state of like wait what happens next Mm-hmm. Right, like it, it fades out. You get the doo, 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 and then it fades, and then the movie starts or the action scene starts, and you're like, "Oh shit, I'm in it!" Right? I think that's the perfect example of like the opposite of the beat dropping. Like, it's the 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 beat starts and then it fades out. Versus like where an EDM song, it's like the build up it starts and then the beat drops and everybody goes fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. But I think another one that does it is um, Pirates of the Caribbean's big theme song, the. Dun, 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 mm-hmm. That one, like those two are probably two of my favorite composed movie songs of all time. I They just, there's something about the sounds in them where they get you so excited. So for what's, Yeah. So for <laughs> what's going to happen or what's going on in the, on the scene. And you're just like, and, and the other thing too is they're just so memorable, so notable. You're just like, I know exactly what that is. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, I, music, music scores are so interesting, um, and in how and how they can do that. But, um, music, I guess, like, yeah, just like music as a whole is like it's very intriguing how how it can work, um, especially like I think a really good example, like when you look at like good examples of some of this stuff, is like classical music. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because you can you can see and feel that even more. Um, now from like an orchestral standpoint, you definitely are aware of that. Um, as an aside, if you've, if you've never 
been to an, like an orchestra performance, I highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, even if you're not a fan of the music itself, there is something about, I mean, there's something about live music. Yes. Um, cause you can literally feel it live instrumental music. Yes. As well. So, but there's something of like, uh, classical music is a really good expression of kind of what we're talking about because it's the basis of it is trying to elicit feelings, right? We, 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 with the, the, um, like the, oh my God. Oh, what's the word I want? Eh, whatever. Uh, but like you think of like, you have like the, the bass, you have viol- like the, you know, or bass sounds, mm-hmm. like you have like mids and highs, you have, uh, you can change to a certain degree, like the direction at which you're hearing stuff on, like, you know, the, the swells and whatnot. And like, it, it, it's very interesting to like, to just feel the roller coaster of, I guess, like emotion. If you can actually sit there and kind of like listen and feel at this, like feel what you're feeling at the same time as you go through it. Absolutely. It's really intriguing. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen like an orchestra performance? I've seen, so not specifically. Not like in, high school. Right. Yeah. No, no, not specifically orchestra, but like I've seen um, the Lion King live. I've seen um, uh, La Miz live, uh, Phantom live. Right. So like getting to hear and feel that music is just, it, it's, it takes, it's, it's a whole other feeling. Like yeah. it's not like watching it on the movie. Like, yeah, you can hear it and you can audibly, you know, audibly feel it, but like, being in the concert hall and getting the chills of like, I mean, this is just for me, but like hearing the strings play you, you, that, that resonation hits your body just like it hits your ears. And you're just like, for me, it, it gives me chills. If, if I like hear a song or hear a note and I'm like, Oh, I like that. Like my whole body goes, Ooh, <laughs> I, Ooh. I do like, yeah, this. I like that. And it's it, you know it it feels good to be at live music, um and just just feel that music and I think for me that's what I was doing upstairs and I was just listening like I had it blasted in my headphones and I was just like I was just feeling the music like, <laughs> You're just vibing oh yeah man and everything that came on I was just like I liked it and if I didn't like it I skipped it right perfect like, if you don't like it skip it the wonders of <clears throat> the wonders of the internet God I love that the. Uh, I also think too, when, when you're looking at like live music, you're also, you're hearing stuff that specifically in like orchestral in the sense, you're hearing stuff that you're not normally going to hear unless you have like really good, like high fidelity, like headphones. Yeah. Um, as well as it's coming from a very high quality source. Mm-hmm. Cause when we look at like MP3s and whatnot, like which is how most music we're listening to this day is it's all compressed. Mm-hmm. And so when we start compressing music, like we start losing lose aspects yeah. of it. So there's going to be parts that you're not going to be able to hear just by the basis of digitizing and compressing like a, a piece. So uh, that's also a part too, that I find like is really cool. Like when you go to, when you go see a live show um, or specifically orchestral in the sense, then you get to like hear parts that you could not hear before right. watching Lion King off the you know off of your TV. Mm-hmm. You might have great, like pretty good speakers, but yeah, it's it, only so good. Right. The outputs only, or the the thing, the source is only so good. Right. Um, another thing that I, I forgot, I don't know how I forgot this. I was thinking about it right now. Is my favorite thing that I've seen live, kind of live, right? Is um, I saw Danny Elfman conduct and perform uh, a Nightmare Before Christmas at the Hollywood Bowl. That that would be really cool. It was 
beyond badass because it that's one of my favorite movies. It's one of my favorite musical scores of all of all Disney music. So you should so you used to shop at Hot Topic too then when you were oh, a kid, yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh hell yeah. Um and uh but like getting to you know, him watching him conduct and sing along when he had his parts is just like it took it a whole nother level. Like as a fan, it I had such a higher appreciation for the music that went into that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Music plays a huge role, man. It's really cool. Yeah. Um it it, it it's when done like I said, when done well, um I don't actually I don't know why I said like I said, because I don't <laughs> think I actually said anything. But when done well, it really is something like the one of the things in like so I'm a I'm a rock fan right I I prefer rock music um kind of in most genres I like punk and uh and hard rock right just rock in mm-hmm. its entirety and I like something that always really gets me is like harmonizing mm-hmm. and so like Bad Religion yeah I, re- I really like Bad Religion right yeah me too and so when I went to go see them the last time like every time because they were they were big into like um. Or not big into, but they they have like a, a decent amount of songs that will have like vocal harmonies, and I don't know what it is about that, but it just like shivers down my spine. And I was like, mm, yeah, sign me up. I love it. My, one of my favorite songs is uh, I don't know if it's the title, but uh, Los Angeles is burning. That's yeah, that's the name of the song. I love that song. Yeah, I love that song. I just love, I love the vocals. I love the music. I love the instrumental through it. I just like that's probably one of my favorite songs from them. Yeah, well, I can't wait till we, when we go. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah! That'd be awesome. You know what's you know what's also short and sweet, but like memorable and still gives you that feeling of anxiety, is the Jaws theme song. Oh, it's yeah. literally just right. But as it builds, you're hearing different strings come in. You're hearing different like, and when you're sitting there, I mean, I would probably get the chills seeing it live or hearing it perform live, but even on the TV, right? If you have good quality speakers, you just, you can feel and hear those strings come in on, on different level. And you're just like, it's like, Oh, that buildup is so awesome. Well, there's also the, um, it like good, good, like good music in that regard also plays on like anticipation. Yes. So it's also what's not being played is an interesting part because the, the gaps in, the like notes or whatever is being like whatever um you kind of if it goes just like a hair too long you kind of like lean into it you're like mm-hmm. what's that right it's the same thing with like conversations if you if you ever have if you're ever talking to somebody who's a really good storyteller right you'll you'll notice this and like in the they'll hit those pauses the precise pauses <laughs> right you'll be in the middle of a conversation and like some you're they're kind of building up a little bit and they have this you know they can have this kind of longer pause that makes you feel like you're waiting for something, right? And you might have just felt that same thing when I did that. <laughs> um, and there's like, there's it's strategy and it's very strategic. Like comedians, um, stand-up comedy is very, very good at like... Oh, it's timing. It Timing is literally everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you say, a, you, you move too fast into the next one it can, and it can uh, resolve the tension that you're trying to build. Or if you're going too slow, then you almost like you almost then like shift it in the opposite direction and like people get like too anxious and then yeah. they like, they fall off. Yeah. They're like, Oh, that was what I was waiting for. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's very intri- interesting how you have to like play the game. Yeah. You, but yeah. With like conversation music, it's the exact same thing. So like, right. I think jaws is one of those really good ones where like that, like, dun-dun. and it's a pretty decent it's a, pause. Yeah. It's a good pause before it starts to actually build up. And even in the buildup, there's still hesitation. 
Yeah, it's that split second, right? Yeah. Like the different the difference in like time signatures can like definitely play that play that into you where you're right because we're we're so used to a certain cadence yeah. to things happening of like you know like usually like a, a one two three four type of thing. Yeah. And so now if it's like okay, it's a one like dun two three four five six. What's happening right mm-hmm. now? And you're like oh, and then it hits again. You're like oh shit. You're like wait 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 wait. My body's not ready for that. Yeah. Right. It's, <laughs> it's exactly like you know when you when you start playing with things like that, it, it's very weird how it can mess with you. Yeah. We should have somebody on who knows the music <laughs> to <laughs> like talk about this. <laughs> So Kyle, like, where are you? Yeah, I know, right? I was like, I almost was like, I should give her a call and be like, hey, <laughs> what are you doing right now? We have some idiot. Uh, we're gonna have some idiotic conversations. <laughs> Can we just get a professional in to just like shoot the shit as well? I'm sure we're actually making her proud right now. Maybe <laughs> she. I think she'd be pretty proud of us that we're tr- for, we're, for having no. We're, like, tr- we're trying for having like no professional music background. I think, I think we know what we're talking about oh, as yeah. far as music goes. <laughs> as, as far as non-professionals, we're crushing it right we now. We are crushing it. We would be semi-pro at best right now. Uh, we are <laughs> currently the embodiment of the Dunning-Kruger effect. Yeah. Um, the So anyway, the the thing that I find interesting, though, when we're looking at like, um, like you're talking about kind of the... I also... I, sorry. I also feel like atmosphere plays a really big role into yeah. that as well. Yeah. Very you much know, so. The um, so I, I like EDM's not really my genre of music that I, I mean I very rarely listen to it, mm-hmm. um, outside of like going to a show. Yeah. Like if I go to a show, I can definitely enjoy it way more. Yeah. Um, because I feel like the the environment plays such a big role. Like, there's whether you believe it or not, like there's kind of this like energy that you can kind of feel. Like most of the places that I've gone to a show, like gone to shows that are at the Palladium. And so I just know, like, just walking in, I can kind of, like, you can almost, like, feel it um, of just, like, people are just excited. Yeah. Like, people are just, like, it seems to be, like, a happier thing. Yeah. Um, whether that's uh, uh, chemically induced or not. But it's, like, people feel good, like, or they're feeling good. You can kind of, you're kind of, like, feeding off of that energy. Right. Right. But then the then the concept behind it is, like, then everyone's, not everyone, but, like, people are there to, like, dance like Mm -hmm. a lot of people are there to dance right and like you don't normally dance because you're angry so there's like there's just this like constant feedback loop of like people are having a good time you're feeling people having a good time like it just it's it always like feeds into itself um which is part of the reason why i'm kind of in i'm starting to like i want to go to more edm shows Mm -hmm not even like and it's weird to say this like not because of the music but because of just like the ambiance the, the yeah the, the yeah. ambience that you i feel from just being, being there. at the show so yeah. i was like man i like i feel good just being here yeah to touch real quick before <laughs> before any internet trolls try to come at us you said um you don't typically dance when you're angry that includes mosh pits guys like people don't go into mosh pits because they're fucking angry yes they may have some tension built up but they're doing it because they love the music that's a happy feeling that's like you're going in there and you're you're moshing with other people who love to do it too. It's not like you're going in there to fight, like you want to fight, like you're not angry. Well, <laughs> yes and no. You like I said, you have that that angst built up in you. But you're not like you're not going to a mosh pit or you're not going to a mosh pit and you're not going to find a guy and be like, "I'm going to fuck you up because I had a bad day." Well, Oh god, am I yes wrong on that? You're, Jesus. You're not I would say on average, yeah. you're correct. Okay. Um, there are the outliers, but there are, I don't even know. I would say outliers. Oh, wow. So like, 
the because there was a lot of fights that I have like I have either witnessed that I've witnessed yeah. in um, like back in the day going to like more punk shows. Mm-hmm. Um, right, because it is a little bit more chaotic. Yeah, I mean, it's not a little bit; it's a lot more chaotic. Um, it tends to be like fueled by something. Um, so, for example, or like a prime example of this is uh, last, well, not last year, in the before times, uh, B, uh, BC, BC, um, uh, 20, 2019 BC, or yeah, yeah BC, 2019 BC. Um, we went to uh, to go see Misfits. Okay, so stoked. Uh, that was awesome. Awesome show. And I wanted to go get into the mosh pit because I was like, this brings me back yeah. like years. I'm yeah. very stoked about this. Um, until it was just like constant watching people get the shit beat out of them. Really? Like there were so many people being escorted out of the mosh pit and just out of the stands as a whole because really? people were just fighting like crazy. That's insane. So not uncommon. I guess. Right. I, I, from the shows that I've been to, all the pits that I've been to or seen, um, if you go down, for the most part, people are gonna, you know, keep going on top of you. But there's gonna be somebody picking you up. Like, but that person who goes down doesn't immediately turn around and look for the person that. And like, there's no huge altercations for from from what I've been to and seen. Yes, and as you're saying that, I'm also going into like I think it also depends on the genre of music. Okay, because. Where my head my head immediately went to is like a lot of the punk shows. Yeah. And that there's almost guaranteed going to be a fight. <laughs> like it's almost without question. Yeah. But then I've also been to like metal shows and it's not quite the same. Yeah. Like less often have I seen like just straight up like fist fights. Right. Just happening. Um, so maybe it's just you punk kids. Or or like when, when I went to go see Bad Religion, like mm-hmm. there was a mosh pit. Like I didn't. As far as I'm aware, I don't really see any fights. Yeah. Right. So I think it just depends. Yeah. So we'll say maybe like a yes and a no. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone else is cool except punk. Uh, 77, baby. <laughs> if you know, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm more of an emo kid. <laughs> so, uh, cut your wrist and black your eyes, baby. So all day. All day. Yeah, I've always... I've. I've always wondered if an emo show is just a lot of people just like huddled together standing, standing like this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It is. You're just like, they're like, mm. no, no, it's not. Um, I, right. Cause it's, it's weird. Emo, the emo category is so far stretched. It's very. It's so far stretched. Questionable. You're like, yeah, like you, you have those in the corner, you know, huddling up together. But then you have those who are just lively and enjoy the music. I'm, I'm more that side. Yeah. Like I love the emo music. I mean, for the quality of the sound, but like, you know, when you're a fucking high schooler, those lyrics hit you for some reason, even though you haven't had a hard life, right? That's just, that's just what emo does to you. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you see, you, you took the sad route. I took the angry route. Yeah, well, that's fair. But see, I was never sad. That's the best part about it. Like, <laughs> oh, I, I, I don't know. I loved emo music, but I was never a sad kid ever. Did you had MySpace, right? Yeah. Do you remember uh, the band Scene Aesthetic? No. It w- oh, damn it. I like there's there's some like 31 year old girl right now who went yes <laughs> who's listening to this because that was like such a weirdly specific MySpace blow up song yeah that was like just so popular 
I feel like it was on every girl's playlist. Was the band scene aesthetic or the song was scene aesthetic? I think the band was called scene aesthetic. Oh, okay. You don't remember the name of the song? No. I can try and look it up. Okay. It was so, yeah. I do remember the MySpace days where you, like, you could, you know, put in your your player, you could pick your top eight and then 16 and then 24 and then Jesus Christ, it kept going. Um, It might not. I still think MySpace is infinitely better than Facebook. You know what? Now that I'm saying this, it might not have been the scene aesthetic. Uh oh. Oh man. No. Yes. Yeah, this is it. Nice. 100%. You want me to play it? Yeah. Hell yeah. Is this it? Um. Yeah. Okay. Can't wait for this to get taken down in North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> it always gets taken down in like weird ass countries. No music for you. I don't, I don't know why I'm playing through this. Oh, whatever. Hey, sweetie. Hey, sweetie. Oh, if you if you watch the music video, it's like, I mean this this was like two thousand uh, like five or something like that, or no, it probably a little bit earlier than that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's called Beauty, Beauty and the Breakdown. Um, God, it's so. This like brings me back way too many like young memories of Ryan. <laughs> Have you ever heard? You've never heard this song. No, it's so whiny. Well, I mean, most emo was. It has to be. (laughs) (laughs) Is it? I've never heard the song. No, but we should redo it. Uh, I would. I'd be down. You and I should redo it. All right, I'll do the. uh, what is it, falsetto parts? <laughs> uh, actually, there was no falsetto on that. I, I just threw that word out there. I, I can't remember what Kyle told me about it. Uh, falsetto is like high register. Oh. Uh, like Brandon. What? Uh, 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 Careful whatever you're about to say. No. Oh, Brandon Murray. Yeah, Murray, thank you. Uh, did you say Murray? Murray. 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 <laughs> From Peter Gator Disco. Yeah, that one. <laughs> the. Sorry, hold on one second. So, uh, Brendan, Brendan Urie, actually, I'm not a hundred percent sure in some of his songs, if he actually goes into falsetto or not. Is that just even above what he's, his range? Cause remember the, uh, frozen song. Yeah. Into the unknown. Yeah. That's yeah. That's not falsetto. Really? He okay. just, he just has a super high register. How high, how, give me an example of what falsetto is in. So I can, I, so I can know. Like a song that has yeah, falsetto. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like is Mariah Carey's shit falsetto. Uh, yes, actually, that's called a whistle tone. Oh, whistle tone. Um, but yes, that is like ultra high falsetto. Okay. Um, shit. Okay, if that's because like because generally women don't aren't considered falsetto. It's more of a male, kind of a more of a male thing. But okay. yes. Um, huh. Yeah, I can't. Damn, I'm trying to think. Mm. Yeah. So it's like it's right. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna do it. No, but, no. But you can get like you know you can like you can go pretty high and just like yeah. a regular like your your like head. Your regular speaking voice to yeah. a certain degree. Um, I can keep going up like this. Yeah, but it's you can keep going at a certain point, but then it's like there's that flip where it goes, hey, and then I talk like this. That's it. And that would be like falsetto. Got it. Yeah, no, I couldn't sing at that. You can. You just it's practice. It's really weird. A lot. I, I remember like it's been a minute since I've done a session, um, but it's really interesting to like have to because you have to learn how to like 
like almost exclusively blow out like blow air out of your nose while doing it like while you're like that high oh man that'd be tough it's and it's like it's really weird too because then like what every time that i start doing that and it's because i haven't like practiced that Mm. high in a long time in a while whenever i do do go to do it it like rattles like my nose and i have like keep sneezing oh yeah it like makes me stuffy because it just like (laughs) it's literally just like rocking shit out of my nose yeah it's so weird maybe i have done that like in the car because like there are some songs that i'll go up but i'm just like I do one of those like nose itches or yeah. nose like rubs. No, that's good. That that mean that means you're hit you're hitting like the um like the soft palate like at the top and like oh, cool. in your nose like Hell your yeah. nasal resonators. <laughs> Hell yeah, nailed it. Um, yeah, it's it's weird when you actually <laughs> when you actually start doing it and like you're hitting it for a while. You're like, <clears throat> yeah, like oh, like oh. But then I'm like, hell yeah, I nailed that song. And then I'm my carpool karaoke's over. Yeah, and then you're talking like this for the rest of the day. Pretty you're much blowing out your vocal cords. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you're pushing too hard. Um, okay, so then speaking on music, mm-hmm. um, who who is the most underrated band in your eyes, and why is it Nickelback? Um, I'm gonna have to say it's Nickelback because I think they get a false rap that everybody hates them when in fact probably 90 percent of the population that's listening to them enjoys them. I agree. Yeah, I think Nickelback gets. Such a bad rap. Yeah. And I don't know where that came from. I think it was a late 90s, early 2000s thing where they were, I think they were trying, not compete, but they were put in the competition category between all the new rock that was coming out. And people were just like, oh, Nickelback's trash, Nickelback's trash. So like that kind of carried on. Was, like you listen to Nickelback, you're like, it's not bad. It doesn't, doesn't sound bad. I My head's moving. Like I, I can sing along. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why or how Nickelback got such a bad rap. I agree. Look at this photograph. You know, I, at this point, it's like, I feel like they've made the turn into more of like memedom. And so like, they're kind of like fun to listen to, but like, like how you remind me one of the greatest songs far ever. away, rock star photograph. Um, we all wanna be. Oh, just yeah. be, just be big rock stars. Lullaby was a big one. Someday was a big one. Um, gotta be somebody mm-hmm. like there's actually a couple i just like googled it they had a huge radio playing yeah. huge like watch i'm gonna piss people off they were as entertaining as nirvana i don't really i don't have any counter to that i i i understand the i'm the, sure somebody's face just twitched i understand the cultural relevant like prevalence or the cultural influence that nirvana had on kind of that turn the turn of like grunge music and stuff um and what and whatnot but i'm not a i'm not a nirvana fan also i guess while we're airing our airing, airing our dirty <laughs> secrets i'm not a beatles fan either you're not a beatles fan no oh man I, I again it's one of those i appreciate for appreciate them for what they are they yeah. were a massive like a massive cultural shift and in influence into like music mm-hmm. and like i mean they were like uh <laughs> they were considered like like Satan music, right? Or, uh, right? Or, or um, they were going against like American morals and yeah. values, yeah. right? Because uh, their shit was like weirdly deemed sexual, mm-hmm. which did not, wasn't. Then they came to America and all the women threw panties on stage. <laughs> and then they were bigger than God. So, yeah, pretty much. So, but I like, I appreciate what they did and where and what they like are, but I don't really like, I, I don't enjoy listening to their music. Yeah. You're not going to be like, oh, you know what? I want to listen to the Beatles. That 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 sentence has never never left my lips. Nice, nice. So, yeah. but again, whatever. I, mean, I love Queen. I think Queen's really good. I love Queen. 
it's a uh, it's the the vocal aspects right oh, that, that gets me 100 percent 100 uh freddie mercury freddie mercury is interesting too because he had a he had like a weird mouth yeah <laughs> and so it like it gave him like a an ability to like he had an extra s- range or some s- shit like sing in different ways mm-hmm um it's out the side of his mouth <laughs> yeah the top of his mouth well it's because it had it, it the shape of the shape of his mouth allowed like residents in different in like mm-hmm. a different way so it's like kind of really hard to sing very close to him yeah um he also had like wild range too so he'd yeah. be able to he had very good control mm-hmm. and of the dynamics um well any other any other bands that you're like uh le- that are like really popular that you don't like that I don't like, or, or vice versa. Um, let's see. I I mean for the most part I like all music, um, except Offspring. Um, mm. Trying to think who else I don't like. You said that to hurt me. It's <laughs> rude. Um, I think Green Day is overplayed and overrated. I would agree with you on that one. Yeah, I never really got into Green Day. I you know they had you know I got another one. Dookie, that was like one of their top albums, right? And it's just like, okay, like I get it, like you know. I mean, they they had like three very, three or four very big albums, right? Right. But when I was growing up, right, yeah, that was their that was their out album. Like, yeah, we're gonna fucking take over the scene, and I was just like, okay, this is cool, like it's entertaining, but I'm not, I wouldn't pay to go see Green Day. Yeah. Um, here's mine, Blink One Eighty Two. I was just about to say, I think Blink One Eighty Two is overrated. It's and and here's the thing because. Again, it's not that I don't. It's not that I don't necessarily dislike their music, mm-hmm. but I also won't seek it out. Right. And I know I've been called on this shit before too, because people have like, I've heard you sing entire songs, and it's like, yeah, I heard yeah. it straight for like five years. Yeah, it's th- and that's and my entire thing. life. That's another thing, right? So people will tell me like, oh, I thought you hated this band, or I thought you hated this song. I was like, it doesn't mean I don't know all the words, and I don't enjoy singing. I don't enjoy music. There's a complete difference. Like. I will not pay to go see this band. I will not purchase an album. I won't go out of my way to fund whatever it is, like because I don't want to. Doesn't mean I'm not going to sing it. Doesn't mean I don't know all the words. Yeah, it's a weird duality. Yeah. <laughs> God, I had that argument. I've had that argument my whole life. Like, like Green Day, right? I think they're overrated. Do I know all the popular Green Day songs? <laughs> we all know Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Yeah, yeah. It's just like yes, I know all. That's another thing with my brain is like I have more lyrics in my brain than probably anything else going back to the 90s naturally yeah like my storage is at capacity so all the new songs are pushing out old songs so i don't listen to new shit anymore i'm just like i don't want to listen to all this garbage (laughs) i want to keep all my good stuff i just want my good stuff the music back in my day yeah damn it (laughs) who's another one who do you who else do you think also i really I, i have no appreciation for offspring Okay, you don't have to keep. They're just, just you could stop loud now. and whiny. Um, <laughs> you just said how about emo music, and it is literally loud and whiny. Is it emo punk? Can we classify Offspring as emo punk? Emo, but well, one Offspring is not emo. <laughs> it would not class. At at worst, they'd be considered pop punk. Pop punk. Okay, we'll call them emo pop punk. They're not emo. <laughs> That's not the thing. <laughs> Fool, get out of here. <laughs> oh, I love this reaction. <laughs> it's because it's just factually incorrect. That's what's, I mean, yes, I enjoy Offspring as well, but they're definitely not 
emo. They're not an emo band. I just wanted to see. I just want to keep saying. It. Like you're just trying to hurt me tonight. <laughs> Why? Daggers, baby. Daggers. Fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, we. Uh, okay. Outside of punk, what other genres do you enjoy listening to? Like the rock genre. Just solely the rock genre. For the most part, yeah. Nothing else. Not really. Okay. Like, I mean, if other stuff is on, like, I'll listen to it, right? So, mm-hmm. um, and just out of the appreciation of music, you'll. Yeah. Like, there's certain rock, like, certain rock, like, you know, like, like heavy metal or mm-hmm. like death metal. Uh, I guess, I guess more specifically, like, death metal or mm-hmm. like black metal and stuff. Like, I don't, I don't really like that music all that much, and I will likely turn that off, uh, but I can appreciate the musicality of it. Um, cause it's just, a, it's a little too much for me. I'm not really interested in listening to like, <laughs> like sugar or something. Certain. Um, though I will say like black metal and like death metal bands, uh, their names are amazing and their the album work is even amazing. <laughs> and the song names are like <laughs> the best. It's the amazingest. Like I love just looking into like looking at it and be like, what am I going to get myself into? And it's yeah. like, like uh, you just pick the most ridiculous. It's name like cannibalistic on the- evisceration. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> wonder what this song's about. It's about kitty cats. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so yeah, like, um, I, yeah, like hip hop, R and B, like I can get, I, you know, I, I don't mind it. Like I don't dislike yeah. it in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's definitely a lot of stuff that I do enjoy for sure. Yeah. Um, then same like you know we already talked about kind of cover like like the electronic music, mm-hmm. um, and then I, uh, country I'm not a huge fan of. Um, I think I think in all honesty I think country genre is the least progressed music. Mm-hmm. Um, not in the sense of it's like ideals, but I feel like it has like actively in- tried to stay steadfast. There's tried to be steadfast and staying the same. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not evolving yeah at, at least from my like my very ignorant ears um and then what other genres are there i mean i will listen to i will be a little more proactive in listening to like um i do enjoy like jazz and blues mm-hmm. i um, love big band big band jazz i love big band jazz yeah um that's good i like that i like that style yeah. um for sure like and that kind of in the all of that um if i'm feeling adventurous i'll get into some more of the like interesting jazz mm-hmm. um you know think of like more aggressive stuff that has uh, uh i guess more of like the like more nuance i don't i don't know the words to use to describe it but like just kind of like the weirder jazz <laughs> is like the best way i can use to describe it <laughs> right where like, where it's like really weird time sh- time signatures yeah where like you know the drummer and like the the bassist or whoever like the pianist are like they're off tempo, but also on tempo at the same time. Yeah. It's very weird yeah. and kind of like disorienting. Right. God, who does? I guess like Coltrane or something like that. I, it's kind of like the. Is it the Coltrane band one. that does that? Well, yeah, I think I think you're right. I think you're right because I don't, I don't think. Well, I mean, they all may have sampled with it, but um, like the Duke Ellington band is pretty on tempo. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I know who that is, but it's fine. It's another big. Big brass band or big band. Um, Pop crooner? Like uh, Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin? Um, eh? No. No. I, I can, I'm, I'm cool with not listening to that. I grew up with my grandfather. He loved that shit. So, like, all that's ingrained in my head. Anytime it comes on, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I, um, I, it just doesn't, it just doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. 
um that like the like that oldies sorry not oldies but like you know the mu- music like i would say like pre-70s pre-60s pre-60s mm-hmm. more so um i'm kind of like oh. the 20s through 50s yeah i'm like that's yeah. a that's a genre of like <clears throat> i'm cool not listening to like elvis okay. and stuff like like early elvis like yeah mm, no thanks not a fan yeah um, i'm not a big fan of elvis it, I mean, that's that's like, I mean, that's barely our parents' generation music. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, because we, there's an argument to be made that like a lot of our musical taste is developed kind of through our parents because that's what we grow up listening to. Yeah. Um, I also had the for, like the fortunate, uh, f- I was fortunate enough to also have like an older brother who like at a younger age introduced me to like Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. Um, Hell yeah. And questionably dave matthews band <laughs> but you know that like in- introduced me to like more mainstream music because otherwise like i was listening to a lot of like eight, like 80s rock mm-hmm. which i thoroughly enjoy right um yeah i love 80s rock too that's what i grew up with yeah same right and we grew up with that because that's what our parents listened yeah. to kansas boston eagles right journey uh, so it's it's gonna everybody. be it's gonna be real weird with like pe- people having kids today and they're like, man, I just really love some of the oldies, you know, like uh, Takashi Six Nine and oh, oh man, <laughs> and, oh, and we're gonna have kids like that. They're like, there are already kids me. like that, like, uh, like early Usher or um, he's just like, oh yeah, like, let it burn, baby. Oh man, but they're just like, oh yeah, those oldies, and I'm like, who the what the fuck did you just say? Like, I mean, <laughs> but I get it. Who's I, who are you talking to? Because I, I no, work it's with not, it's overhearing these conversations. Because I work with high schoolers and they've never referenced it as oldies, resp- like responding to my two little fuckers at uh, the previous gym that I was doing fo- crossing football with. Those little fuckers, they're like, oh, they're Usher's. probably just trying to hurt you. Yeah, I think they were because they were like, oh yeah, Usher's oldies, isn't he? I was like, ah, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> Every I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> one of the one of the kids, he's a senior, right, and. You know, can be an asshole, and he'll uh, he'll throw stuff out there, and he's like, uh, he'll he'll throw stuff out there, at, like trying to like make me old. Yeah, and I was like, bro, I'm not that old. Yeah. I'm like, how old do you think I am? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, okay, calm down. Yeah, there's like stations like uh, if you fly, if you fly and you listen to the radio that they provide, right? You can put on the oldies station. All the oldies are from the '90s now. Yeah, I fucking, I'm just like, oh, that hurts. I mean, I'm cool with that. I don't listen to a lot of music from the 90s other than like Spice Girls. It's kind of like largely where it stops for me. NSYNC or Backstreet Boys? Um, you know, I don't have a favorite. Okay. I like both of them equally. Um, but uh, we all know that it was New Kids on the Block, so it's fine. <laughs> Can't forget them. Oh, my God. NK- NKOTB? Does, uh, um. A lot of people forgot that Mark Wahlberg was a wannabe rapper back in the day, too. Yeah. Marky Mark. Uh, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, and his Calvin Klein underwear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and a couple other things during that time, yeah. too. But we're not going to talk. We're not going to talk about those here. Feel free to Google that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. He. You'll enjoy the pictures. The. I we might be talking about something else. Like two, we might be talking about different things. Are we not talking about Marky Mark anymore? We're still talking about Marky Mark, but some other things about him from the that time period. His arrest? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah we're talking about the same thing. <laughs> cool. 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 Yeah, <laughs> we're there. 
All right, never mind. Um, oh shit, what's gonna say? Uh, you don't like Osprey oh, either. Yeah, so like '90s music, it's a lie. <laughs> '90s music um, kind of sits in this like weird mix. So, like I was, I'm not a huge fan of grunge music for mm-hmm. the most part, and then like that weird like turn of the century pop, pop of like blow up. Well, like new metal, right? Like I like who's new metal? Who was new metal? Corn. Oh, okay. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, corn like, and it's new with an NU. <laughs> in case you're curious, right? They like, and there was like, like weird, like that, like early 2000s was like a really weird transition period of music because it was like not grunge, but like didn't really like, but that like 90s pop was kind of like fading out, and mm-hmm. there's like a weird like intermingling of like genres, and then he it kind of like came out the other end into like the like mid late two thousands where like normal music was happening again. Yeah. It was a very weird time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pop kind of, I mean, it didn't fall off, but it kind of took a backseat to the new rock, new era, new era of rock pop. Yeah. If anything, pop got bigger. You think so? Pop is definitely the dominating oh, no, like, I, force of music right now. I agree. I think it's, I think it's the largest listened to, but I think, or uh, maybe I guess it's, it's more to which, scene or setting surrounding your part of for me it was it took a backseat to rock like all the new new and new metal of uh, the emo scene uh like all of that was more dominant in my circle rather than pop music Let's see real quick i want to find out who are some of the top new metal bands oh boy corn <laughs> limp biscuit oh my god limp biscuit man <laughs> I don't know if this is accurate. I just Googled it, so don't quote me on this. Put Slipknot in there, Linkin Park. Does Slipknot? I will. System of a Down. Oh. Mud. I was. I loved Mudvayne when I was a kid. Oh, Static X. Enjoyed Static X. Cold Chamber. This is pretty much the soundtrack to the first Resident Evil movie that came out. <laughs> I remember. I remember buying that and like hearing like Cold Chamber for the first time. And I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> P.O.D., Mushroom Head, Seven Dust, Fear Factory, again, Resident Evil, Um, Il Nino, Resident Evil. (laughs) Yeah, do you know what? If you want to know what new metal is, go to the very first Resident Evil movie. Just listen to that soundtrack, and it's literally, that's literally what it is. Uh, Because I just named, like, I remember at least, like, six or seven of those bands being on that that (laughs) goddamn album. I listened to that thing religiously. Jesus. I was so into Resident Evil. God, and like, now way too much. Uh, I still really like Resident Evil. Uh, did you watch the latest one? Not the animated one, but the last one that Mia Jovovich did. Yeah, I've watched them all. Uh, I didn't. Get, I don't think I watched the last one. I uh, the yeah. last one I saw is where they ended on the boat. They're the large cruise vessel. Mm-hmm. I don't think I saw whatever was after that. Like, uh, I'm not 100 percent sure, yeah. but. Um, it's whatever left the they had the flying the flying ones that were attacking the White House. I never got to see that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they, they they definitely strung that out, in my opinion, a little too long. Oh god. Yeah. Over two decades now. <laughs> Pretty much. They <laughs> and, and they just released an animated one. The animated one's not bad. I Is actually, it good? Yeah. It's worth a watch. <laughs> okay. It's it's decent. I mean, I've seen all of them except for those two, so I might as well finish it. It's uh, it's like watching the Fast and the Furious. If you've seen all seven, you might as well watch the last two. Yeah, you might as finish it off. Yeah. Yeah, this the this newest one is different mm-hmm. in the it's it's different in the sense that it's like not quite the same with like um, Umbrella being mm-hmm. like the major corporation behind it. It's uh 
but it's like military military testing and uh, you know it's it's the bad the bad government you know some congressman trying to do whatever to whatever um yeah it's 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 an interesting one it's worth the watch i think it was i think it well if you enjoy resident evil it's worth the watch um if you're not really into it in any way shape or form just skip over that just skip over it because you're gonna not enjoy it really <laughs> um this is a recommendation to not watch that movie if you're not a fan yeah it's it's okay yeah. and it's like the only thing that kept me going is I was like, I like Resident Evil. And it's like, they're playing into it with like some of the, the characters. And I was like, I know them and Got I know it. them. And they like Got loosely it. reference Raccoon City. So I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Sign me up. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Otherwise, meh. Nice. Um, anything else you want to kind of throw on about Muzak? Uh, Ryan and I are going to try and see a bunch of shows before the end of the year. Um you guys are interested or if you guys if you're interested with they're interested not you oh if they're interested if you guys listeners are interested uh let us know what you guys want to see or if you guys are looking forward to seeing anything what yeah. are you looking forward to see i know we've said a couple of them well off air we've said a couple of them oh the one that i'm excited the most about is next year which is like Def Leppard, oh, that, Poison, yeah, the, Motley Crue. Five bands lineup. I'm going to shit my pants. <laughs> I am so excited. I might even do heroin just, hope, to, just to go. I hope they're leopard pants. Leopard print pants. Bro, I am wearing I, you, I'm wearing a cowboy hat. I'm going to wear oh, my Ed get Hardy. Get the fuck out of here. I'm going to be I'm going to be pulling a Brett Michaels <laughs> from Rock of Love like so fast. I cannot wait to see that outfit. Oh, it's going to be it's going to be some <laughs> I'm going to be walking around causing people sexual tension. Hell yes. That's what's going to happen. Hell yes. <laughs> I cannot wait. Um, as a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> there are a couple things I don't want to talk I don't know if I should talk about publicly. Um, yeah, that's the probably the biggest one that I'm most excited about because I... Goddamn, I love all of those bands. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, a, that's a good lineup right there. It's a really <laughs> good lineup. That's a solid lineup. Uh, so, yeah. And then, yeah, there, there's a couple other ones. Like, there's a, I, there's another show, um, there's another show with a, a big punk or not a big punk band, but like a punk band that I liked growing up. That's going to be performing. Um, that I'm very intrig- intrigued to go see. So that'll be kind of a fun one. I think it's on like a Thursday, which kind of sucks. <laughs> so I'm not really excited to go out on a Thursday night. Yeah. But I guess I'll make it happen. Nice. For the sake of this. Yeah. But. We'll see, honestly. With uh, I'm also a little bit nervous about some of the shows, given that like the idea of like these big ass crowds is a little oh, concerning did, to me. Did you see the new update and announcement? Yeah, you have to wear masks. No, in California, any event over a thousand people, you have to have proof of vaccination. Yes, that yes. Yeah. Um, I. I was talking to one of my clients about that and I was like, I am very torn on that concept. Like there's a part of me that want, that goes like, yeah, it's probably the smart thing to do. But then there's also the part of me that's like that. I don't know if we should be having our going like, down that road, going down that, <laughs> going down that very, but that very potentially slippery slope. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how to feel about that. Who had to walk around with ID cards? I don't. I want to make that type of comparison because we have to. We all walk around with ID cards. Well, don't wear. Right? Well, most we, of us. We all have like majority <laughs> of us in the U.S. have IDs um, that can be requested to a certain to a certain degree. 
like we have to show proof of stuff all of the time, right? So it's not it's not too far like too far of a stretch, but there is a certain point where I'm just kind of like, if I feel like this one this one feels just a little more icky to me. It's gonna be slippery, and uh, so yeah, I don't have any hard comments on it. I haven't fully, <laughs> I haven't fully figured out how I how I feel about it because I'm I'm kind of I'm a little bit in the middle. Yeah. So. Whatever. I'm vaccinated, so I guess at the end of the day, I don't really care. Yeah, you can like, go do whatever you want. I now. can still go do shit. So, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, kind of. I don't know. For the most part. There's like I don't know, man. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. I don't. I feel weird about it, and I don't know. I don't know how to feel. Uh, just get it tattooed on your arm. I don't know. <laughs> just say I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Um, but yeah, let us know what uh, what type of shows you want to go to yeah. um, that you're interested in or are you excited for music or what, even more so, what's a uh, unpopular opinion about music, about a band? Yeah. Are you uh, a, a famous band that you don't like or a band that you like that is getting shit on? Yeah, like Offspring. Or Creed. I like or I guess Nickelback in the sense. We yeah. did talk about Nickelback. Nickelback, yeah. Hot fuzz. Get to the chopper. <laughs> Um, all right, Eric. Anything else you want to talk about? Um, oh, I jumped the gun and I said last week, this week, that we're going to have Dr. Heather on. But this upcoming week, we're going to have Dr. Heather on for the following week. <laughs> About time you <laughs> fucked us up. I know, right? Yeah, I think it was I think it was just because I kept saying it so often. It just got stuck, it just in, got stuck in your head. Turned yeah. into an earworm. God, and then you texted me. Oh, is Heather coming over? And I'm like, no, that's that's next week, dude. I was so excited. I was like planning <laughs> it. I was like, all right, I got this. We could do this. I'm like, let's got this going. I even had to check my phone again. I was like, wait, 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 wait. No, no, that's next week. And it was so stupid because I, w- I have it in my calendar <laughs> and I was looking at my calendar and it wasn't on the day. Yeah. And I'm like, what am I talking about? Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. So. Whatever. I'm, a, I'm stupid. Uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, that's, you know, again, we would love to hear what what venues or genres that you're interested in, what shows you want to go to. But also because we have Dr. Heather coming up, um, you know, if there's anything you want to ask as far as men's health related, please, by all means, send it to us at another rep podcast at gmail.com or to our instagram at another period rep period podcast um again we won't share your information if you don't want us to um well no we won't share your information we just won't share it yeah we won't share your information <laughs> unless you specifically ask us to there you go yeah that's better a better way to put that <laughs> yep and then you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts you can also check us out on youtube if you'd like to listen to it through youtube occasionally twitch uh, twitch.tv slash another rep. Do we even have anything on Twitch yet? Yeah, I've, I've streamed a couple times. Nice. <laughs> um, I streamed a couple times for once for us, like doing some research on an episode and yeah. then just playing some video games. Hell yeah. So, yeah, you're, we need to get you on it. So, if you ever feel like streaming a video game, you can play. I got it. Oh, uh, well, yeah. So, I have to link my Twitch up to the no. my computer. Oh, I'll give you, I'll give you the login. Yeah, our Twitch. Yeah. Uh, not your own. Um, Is it the one without commercials? Do we have, do we have Twitch without commercials? No. Oh. You're paying for that shit. Lame. <laughs> Maybe one day. If anyone wants to sponsor us to have a, oh, a paid Twitch subscription, I'd be down for that. That'd be dope. Um, but then the other part, too, is uh, you can also text us questions, too. So if you are interested in um, hopping on or sending a message over or leaving a voicemail, say for Heather or for us, um, you can reach us at 530-PODCAST. That's 530-763-2278. Hey. Hey. All right, bye. Bye.